Welcome to Three Sisters Podcast. I'm Marnie. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it back home where change starts at the dinner table. We're here to provide you with topics to discuss around your dinner table, wherever your dinner table may be, at home or in your car running from one destination to the next. We invite you to join us as we get this conversation started. You ready to talk, ladies? We're always ready to talk. Okay, today's topic, I just have to be honest, I was not thrilled about talking about it because I am not good at it. And the topic that Amy wanted us to discuss today was about being present. And I am not good. I feel like I can multitask and do texting and talk to somebody at the same time and it doesn't work. There's no way it works. And so I'm just admitting right now, I am bad at this, so I'm hoping I can learn something as we talk about it. Well, and that's something that we have learned is since we decided we're going to do this topic, I've been more aware and I've been saying, hey, okay, if you're talking to me, look at me. I've been telling that to my kids. Uh, all right, are you talking to me? Because your head's down. And sometimes we all are talking with our heads down texting and we need to look at people now. We need to remember, yeah. stop, look at people. So I have been more uh, aware of hard. trying to make sure that I am there. When someone's talking to me, I am there. Not just like, just a minute, I can finish this text and listen to what you're saying. I've done that before where I've been texting and my one of my girls has been talking to me and then after they walk away, I'll think, what did they just say? I have no <laughs> idea what they were just saying, but I think it's definitely something that everyone can relate to because we have our phones. There are just so many distractions today that there weren't, I think, when we were growing up. No. Yeah. Our kids, our parents were very uh, aware of of what we were doing and they were very present when we were talking to them as well they were laser focused yeah even when mom she didn't have the cell phone but she had a phone on the wall she with a very long, long cord and <laughs> she could be talking to somebody and she could just snap her fingers she could see and that cord went ev into every room it seemed like she yes. could just follow us and know what we were doing and then um, she could hang that up and hang the phone up and then lay into us if we were doing something wrong. <laughs> That's true. She was really good. <laughs> I think of all the games that we played and performances that we performed and and when they went to those performances they were watching us. They were paying attention to us and it made me think of course they didn't have phones back then, right? But our phone really is like a newspaper, right? It's, it feeds us all our information. And they could have gone to the games and held up a newspaper. They could have sat at the dinner table and held up a newspaper, but they didn't. They had eye contact with us and they made sure that we were immersed in conversation. Well, and I think it, through the things and experiences that we had growing up, we knew, there's no doubt in my mind that we were the most important people in our parents' lives, and I think, are we showing our children that they are the most important in our lives? And I think it's easy to get distracted by our phones, but will they be able to look back and say that they were the most important people in our lives? That's true. I like that a lot. And I was just thinking about the fact that um, my kids, when they get home from school, a lot of times, and I'm not good at it, but I try to say I'm going to put my phone away because really I think our phones are a wonderful tool. I think they we are. have so much great you. information right at our fingertips. Yeah. We can communicate better. And I and it is fun to actually communicate with them mm -hmm. uh, during the day or when they're away from home. But when they're home, why do I need it? 
I still, you know, I know what time Corey gets off of work. I know what time he'll be calling. So I need to be better about just saying my phone is away. And everybody puts their phones away and we gather together. When my family is home, I don't want anybody else uh, interfering with that. I want to be with them. And I don't want their friends. I just need to be a part of their life. Because I only have a few hours with them every day. It's true, and a few years ago, it was a big problem for me. I was distracted by my phone a lot, and so I finally decided I was going to keep my phone in my room when my kids were home, when they were home, and turn my ringer on. That way, if someone really did need to get a hold of me, I could hear my phone ring, and that's really been helpful. Like, I'm not perfect at it still, but I, I feel like that made a difference by doing that. So how do you, when you hear that chime when you get a text or you hear that ring you know notification how do you handle ignoring that because to me that's like somebody needs me and I need to answer that right now so I'm I'm asking for therapy and I get teased by my husband so much about this topic because as soon as we were married the minute we were married he laughed so hard because the phone could ring and he would just sit there or the doorbell and he just like I'm not in the mood, you know, and I'd be like, what? And he, so when the phone rang, he'd be like, fire, fire, run to that phone, run to that phone. And so he always teases me. He's like, oh, the phone. But now I can tease him too because, you know, now is the busier our lives have gotten. We are like, oh, the phone, the phone, someone's yeah. ringing. And it's kind of funny. We were trained, though, well, growing up, if the phone rang, you hurried. We didn't have an answering machine. You had to answer that phone. We were trained well. No, we didn't. One thing that I do, though, I listened to to like a podcast, I think it was, but that talked about being more efficient and more organized. And the lady that spoke, she talked about how she turns her notifications off for her email and her text, and that's what I do, too. And I just go back and I check them probably every hour and then like I said before if someone really needs to get a hold of me they can call me well and I also with my phone lately past few months I put a 15 minute time limit on social media and when I first did it I thought well this is gonna be forever I never spend more than 15 minutes on it anyway but I find myself all of a sudden it'll be like your 15 minutes a notification will come up your 15 minutes is has come is up and I'm like wait a minute so that goes really fast it does go like fast that. it does yeah. go by fast mm-hmm. and then I'm like well every is there anything that I really need to check uh, you know and no there's not so I just can move on it can wait for tomorrow so. I guess I will know if it's an emergency because when you know my daughter Kylie needs something and I don't answer immediately then I get multiple notifications in a row and it chimes chime 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 so it's over and over so I guess that's when I can know it's an actual, an actual emergency, emergency right? or the fact that I forgot my book can you bring it to me and if there's no answer question mark yeah. mom are you there? Hello? Yeah. Over That's and over. Yeah. I think my kids know now, Mom. <laughs> so if it's an emergency, I better call. <laughs> but there are That's different true. things to make it work. I'm, it's not realistic to just not ever use a phone, no. right? Right, right. It's, we've been given these tools to help us to make things easier so we don't have to pick up the phone every time to call when we need to reach our kids or someone. It really does make things nice. One quote that I found, it's from ourpositive.com that I really liked. 
It says life becomes more meaningful when you realize the simple fact that you'll never get the same moment twice. And I think that's important. Like, is it more important to be involved in what you've got going on on your phone? Or is there someone around you that needs you, that needs your attention? That I think sometimes it's easy to get distracted and then we'll have something go on with one of our kids and after the fact, I'll look back and think, oh, I can tell they actually really were struggling, but I didn't notice at the time because I was so distracted by other things. Well, I, I have to give this little shout out to um, my friend Angela Kimball because we always tease her about how we'll text her and it's just like silent and it can go on for days and we're like <laughs> okay like and then at church she'll say hi to you and we're like oh you are you're our friend like you really are our friend now and she just laughs she's like sorry I'm busy raising my family and oh, it's true I like that though I <laughs> like that she's teasing us but it really is true like yeah. we have to say what are the priorities? And I, and I love that about her. Is that no, she's not always there answering. And it is fun to talk to your friends. And sometimes you really need that break. You really do. And we have a lot of fun with that. But it's not as important. And none of my friends would ever think that anything was more important than raising your family. Right. So they understand when you don't answer right away or you realize, hey, they're busy. But I think we need to be more of, what am I doing right now? What is my goal right now? When my kids are home from school, what's my goal? Or when I get home from work, what's my goal? To be with my family or to be with other people on my phone? I think I was have even been distracted pre-phone era, really. I remember being in the grocery stores and hearing about or in the mall and you'd hear people have lost their children we have this lost child that's in the office please come and claim this child and I thought how could you ever lose your child how could that ever happen and I love shopping so I remember I was at Walmart and looking in the shoe department and I had my son Logan with me or so I thought I did and all of a sudden over the loudspeaker I hear we have a little lost boy his name is Logan would his mother come and claim him and I stopped and I'm like what where is he where is it's my son and, and I thought and so of course I went and the little security guard had him and and he was a little distraught and I hugged him and I told him I was so sorry and I thought how how sad that is that of course I it was had a happy ending of course but Making sure that we're present when we're with them in other places, too. Making sure we're aware of, of where they are, especially today. We have to very much be aware of where they are. But even even not just at the store, but at, at home. And when they are with us, that we look at them face-to-face -face and we're just with them, just like Katie was talking about earlier. Well, I've lost a child too at the store, so I don't think oh, you're alone. <laughs> yeah, we all have. It yes. just happens. But what you were saying about eye contact reminds me of when my girls were younger. Um, there was a day where I noticed my kids don't look at me in the eye, and I, I thought, mm -hmm. I wonder why they don't do that. I look at people in the eye when I talk to them, but then I realized when I was at home and I was, they would come and talk to me, but I always be cleaning or doing something, and I wouldn't look at them. So after I noticed that. I realized, hey, when they're talking to me, I need to let them know how important they are to me by looking at them and that what they're telling me is important. And I think it's so good to practice at home. I like that. We talk a lot on these podcasts about how important it is to mm -hmm. um, 
that this practicing starts at home. And you think about if you teach them and they practice at home these little things, then they'll be prepared for a career later on. Like you think about a heart surgeon. You want them to be present, right? You yes, they sure. cannot make a mistake. At <laughs> your all. dentist, you yeah, want your dentist, your, your surgeon, your, your doctor, your chiropractor. You want everybody. Yeah, to be, everybody yes. to be to be focused. And there are those jobs that you have to be focused, and lots of things that we have to be focused on. But I think, you know, one little mistake, one little error, and it can change change your life. And so I think if we help our children practice that at home, and we practice that at home, then we can take it out into the world, and we can help other people feel the same so that when they're talking to us or trying to connect with us that we're not on our phone how many times have you I love to talk to people in the stores but it stops me when I see them on their phone if they're behind me in the line at the grocery store I like to talk to people mm -hmm. but maybe that's why I was saying we don't want to talk to people like you Marty so <laughs> you know. or even teaching your children how to make phone calls now True. and that's something that True. I've been saying to my kids, okay, well, you call and make this appointment. You need to call. And they look at me like, call? What do I say? <laughs> and I'm like, we, we need to remember how to actually talk to people. It's important mm -hmm. to learn to talk to people face-to-face. -face, it is. Make them feel important. I have a friend that she, she actually just passed away in July, but she always made everyone around her feel like they were the most important thing. And I I think I was probably around her probably five times or less, but she really meant a lot to me. And I knew when I was with her, I was the most important person. And she, maybe she did that because she knew she her time was short and she was sick. But I just want to be like her and be the type of person that makes everyone feel important when they're around me. I think and as human beings, we want that connection with each other. We want mm -hmm. to have relationships with each other and with this new invention of these cell phones it's fantastic like we've mentioned before but we can't let these phones take away human interaction because I think it causes sadness when we have too much of of just having interaction with our cell phone yeah, and with people time. in the cyber world rather than face-to-face -face actually interaction and like we've mentioned before that starts at home teaching them at home put our cell phones away talk to people face-to-face -face. let the people know at home how important they are first and then it will carry out into the world I agree I think of Grandma Della and Grandpa Howard that just their names just came to my mind because I remember walking through their door when we'd go to visit and whatever they were doing they'd stop. Yes. They would. They and would you were the most important you were person. The most important. Mm -hmm. Whatever they were doing, they stopped and uh, we'd sit down. It's interesting that, that you would even, I forgot about how they would, they would sit down. They'd say, come sit and mm -hmm. visit. Mm -hmm. We do not do that. No, we really don't. How many times no. do we go with friends and just say, just sit down on my couch. Let's talk. And they weren't, uh, they weren't, you know, people that didn't have a lot to do. No, they, they were, were busy, busy people. They always yeah, had definitely. something going on. But, but they, they always made the time for us when we'd go visit. Yeah, so maybe those little old-fashioned visits aren't so old-fashioned, right? Maybe we need to make better connections through the week. So we invite you to do that. Invite somebody over to your house. 
have them sit on your couch and have a face-to-face conversation with your phone in the other room with the notifications <laughs> off, right? Right. What can we do in our homes this week? Give them a challenge, Kate. Invitation. <laughs> Amy, think of a challenge. Invitation. I think just noticing people, even like Marnie, you were saying, when you go out, you like to say hi to people. Make eye contact with someone. Say hello. You never know what someone's going through, and maybe that hello can brighten their day. Mm-hmm. And at home, make sure that we do that with our children and anybody that comes to our door. Make them feel welcome. Make them feel like you want them there. And not only your children when they walk through the door, but visitors. Make them feel welcome. That's That's important. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us today. And if you have any suggestions or comments or things that you do, to connect with your children and your families and your friends, make comments on our podcast. We'd appreciate any feedback that you give us. That's it for today. Um, I'm Marty. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it home where change starts at the dinner table. <laughs>